Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us this week. John Morris, Brooke Bednars, and how about a little spring football? How about some Baylor football as the Bears wrap up spring drills this Saturday, the green and gold game at McLean Stadium. And, uh, Brooke, we have head coach Dave Aranda with us on the Sikkim Podcast this week. Yes. Coach, welcome. Hey, it's good to be here. It's good to be with you guys again. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Uh, spring uh, going well. You, uh, you, I know you still have some things you want to get done with the game coming up and a couple more practices this week. Yeah, impressed with our improvement, impressed with the work, ef- uh, the work ethic, not only from the coaches but the players and just how the team has come together and the energy, you know, the, I thought the energy on the sideline was really impressive and we're, we're looking to take that next step. Number one, it's it's nice to have spring. I was isn't about it? to say, After let's not skip year. over that. Right. <laughs> let's just talk about you guys are on the field. We're talking about a spring game. Last time this year, we were all at home, and you were trying to get to know everybody via Zoom. <laughs> it's a big difference, you know. Uh, actually, this week, uh, so I, well, it was Saturday. I think we we were looking. One of our in our recruiting department, one of our girls was bringing up a um, a text that was from a year ago and what, what um, just uh, going through all the struggles that her and her friends were going through and just the, you know, just trying to get out of the house and trying to see people. And it, that was kind of a, a take you back moment right there. Cause you, for, you know, we're, where we're at right now in, in the ability to have face to face meetings and to have instruction, you know, on the field and to, um, you know, we're aiming to meet, our players' parents, our coaching staff's going to meet our players' parents for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, since they've been here. And then we're hoping to meet with some former former players here on Friday. So all of these things, which would be normal activities, you know, so we're not in the normal space yet, but we're we're kind of inching towards it. It's uh, it's always good to remember kind of where you, what it's been and where you you know where you're coming from to put things in perspective but uh, certainly happy where we're at. It's almost like for you, I mean, it's your second year on the job, but it's almost like this is the start, isn't it? I mean, some of these things that you would have done a year ago you couldn't do, and now you're finally able to do them. Yeah, I think, you know, last year I felt like a stepdad in a lot of ways, and, um, you know, it was hard. I think it was was hard on for the players, I'm sure, because, you know, losing and then – just being separated there's guys that were you know uh were a contact traced and so they'd be quarantined for how long and then get back in it and, and so there'd be a, a procedure you'd have to go through to get back on the field and then you know a couple of days later find that they do have COVID so now they're isolated and so just to go through all of that with just the you know the outcomes that we had and um you know 
so I feel I feel for that on on their side of it. You know, just the trying to get to the year previous, and then for me, right, trying to get the real connections and to get the um, you know that team feel was always just such a struggle because you'd want it you'd want it to be something and you'd work really hard and you could feel that it just wasn't as much as you tried. And so I don't know. I, I've not been a stepdad, but I could, I could, uh, I, I empathize with others and I could see that that it could be like that where you just want to have that connection or that feeling yep. or that recognition. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, it hasn't been earned yet, you know? And so, um, I could, I can remember in December, uh, talking with some of the staff about, Let's continue on the track we're on, right? I think there's such a, a heavy weight that everybody's under, right? When we come on back, I've, you know, the hope is that this weight will be lifted and people can see kind of how they've been treated and kind of what the environment really is. And so uh, I feel like that's been the case. And so to have that type of um, connection and then, you know, like, like you're saying, like the last year, just the history of uh, – all the good and bad and trying to treat um, people good regardless of it, I think kind of has a foundation that you can build a, uh, you know, a, a trust and a shared commitment for, um, you know, an upcoming successful season. So we're, we're in, we're in that process. Well, how are you feeling now, now that you have a spring, now that you're in person, you're out on the field and you're getting to kind of continue to build on, that foundation that you mentioned a little bit that it wasn't a hundred percent perfect, but now you're there and you're getting to, you know, hopefully feel more father esque, I guess. Yeah, I know. I feel really good. I think there's, so the, you know, the staff meets, so like say for example, and these were things that, um, that from last year was instructive for me for this year. And so, um, you know, we have, I think we have three staff meets a week. And so, um, you know, the middle one on Wednesday is going to be just a cultural one. It's going to be one on um, this is how we think of this. This is how we respond to failure. This is how we we look at adversity. Uh, This is uh, how we treat other people. Um, And there will be examples and um, maybe – maybe uh, clips from uh, social media or movie clips or something to kind of illustrate it. And uh, um, and then I'll have, you know, team meetings twice a week um, or three times a week with coinciding with our practices. And there will be cultural things in there. And then I meet with the newcomers like today uh, will be our young guys. And so like our, our COVID guys that came during, so there's there's fair amount mm-hmm. that just did not get the kind of the welcoming that you'd like, and or the you know the parents getting the welcoming mm-hmm. that you like um, when they came last year, and so they're included in the freshman group from this year. Um, so I meet with them once a week, and we talk about just the how yous. So this this is like how you prepare for a test. This is how you uh, treat people in the training room. This is um, how you uh, work through, um, you know, the the football building in terms of, you know, your dress and your language in terms of, you know, uh, thank you, yes, sir, no, sir. Um, And so, and and then, you know, like today we're going to be talking about, you know, the inner voice, like a strong voice and a weak voice when things are going, when things are going bad, right? Talking negatively, you know, negative self-talk and positive self-talk. So like, 
So we meet with our young guys once a week, and then I meet with the leadership council. There's about 10 of those. I meet with those once a week, and then that's going to be a separate a separate discussion, uh, but similar. But, you know, that, that one's going to be more of uh, what leadership is and really almost kind of what my journey has been, right? And so I can speak to it from a, 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 a pretty humble uh, <laughs> a humble start of, like, things that I've learned and things that I've, that I've come to believe and um, things that I see now and kind of a path forward, you know? And so I th- we talk about becoming leaders because, you know, we've got great kids um, and we've got good players and they're smart and they've got good hearts, but that, that doesn't make them a good leader, you know? So you have to work at it. It's a skill. And so we're, uh, we're working on it, you know, but I, I think just that just, I don't know how many meetings those are, you know, those are things that are, that, um, I think are a reflection of last year and a reflection of kind of what's needed to build off of a foundation, uh, to get this thing going. Well, it sounds like that's a continuation of the person over player uh, mentality that you guys started and is going into um, a little bit more detailed of the Baylor standard, if you want to explain kind of what that is. Yeah, so we talk about class and uh, integrity. And so, like, you know, for, for me, if like class would be something that you um, you know it when you see it. And so it would be, it'd be kindness. It would be politeness. You know, like we talked about, like, yes, sir, no, sir, um, please, um, thank you. Um, you know, it, it would be – so, like, one great example would be um, I know at a previous school we we had a um, uh, an academic meeting, and uh, there was one player that had a phone call. And so prior to taking the call, he asked um, – the advisor, I'm sorry, um, you know, sir, I have a phone call. Could I, can I be excused to take the call? Just something like that. I can't tell you how many times I have heard that story on that player. Mm-hmm. He's playing in the NFL right now. And so just like some, just the, you know, we've brought up a bunch of examples of just different, what people get a lot of times are just snapshots of you whether that's that's good or bad, that a lot of people's experiences, that's what it is. So you never really know kind of when those snapshots are coming. And so you just want to be at your best and really show off really who you are and, you know, who your mom and dad know who you are. And I think uh, that's a skill, you know. And I, 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 see, I see football being a way that we can, um, uh, we can improve that. And I don't, you know, so like, I think there's a fair amount of folks that can work on mastery of craft and then the self can be improved on kind of when, when we're up to it or when the season's over. Um, but I think, you know, to work on mastery of self through craft, I think is what's, uh, is what can make us different. And I think, you know, so that there is no difference between on and off the field. Um, then integrity is saying, you know, if we have a standard like that is, you know, living up to that standard. So what you say you do is what you do. And, and uh, you know, it's hard. That's a that's a, a, a tall order. You know, the hardest thing about having a standard is that you are the standard, right? You embody that. And, you know, I think, um, you know, I, just to, to be that person that you want to be, I think so many choices come in. Right? So we talk about our players, you know. 
Here's all these things that come in. They really come down to two things. Here's something I know I'm supposed to do. I don't want to do it. Can you make yourself do it? Right? Here's something you know you're not supposed to do. Can you keep yourself from it? And so I think like uh, continually talking in those terms, you know, with the thought being that the stronger the character, the better the person, right? The character is going to drive your day-to-day process. So like all the things that we're asking to do in terms of making appointments and in terms of uh, being accountable and in terms of uh, creating good relationships so that there is a, uh, uh, there is a, a feeling of uh, of team and a feeling of community and of uh, being responsible. All that is driven by character. So character drives the process. And then, you know, your process, how strong that is, that drives results. And so I think, uh, you know, getting everyone on the same page and working that way, it's been, it's been fun. So I, I enjoy the days and um, I enjoy our people. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Whether on the field or cheering from home, Du Bois Furniture is proud to support the Baylor Bears. If your bear cave needs updating, Du Bois Furniture is here to help. With over 59 years of our family serving yours, let our experienced sales team help you find exactly what you want. We specialize in custom upholstery, stunning dining rooms, elegant bedrooms, gorgeous leather, and top quality mattresses. Come see us in Waco and Temple or visit us online at DuBoisFurniture.com. Du Bois Furniture, where beautiful homes happen. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednarz and John Morris. Continuing with head coach Dave Aranda, Baylor football uh, head coach on the Sikkim Podcast. You talked about uh, Brooks' Brooks' question about the Baylor football standard. What about uh, we've heard you say we know who we are, and I think folks will hear that from you more over the course of, you know, from now through this season. Explain uh, the message behind that. So I think, you know, simple can be sophisticated, and I think, you know, um, I think football-wise, there's going to be different, you know, I think, um, like most things, that you, there, you know, it is a, um, there could be a wide array of opinions and views on this. Um, I've always been one of, of uh, you know, execution and of, you know, energy and of, uh, of uh, knowing where your help is and, and all that, as opposed to, you know, we have... Um, when I talked to the staff about this, um, I've talked to them a couple times about it. Um, there's one example. I, I found this clip on, uh, on TikTok. I saw, or, or my girls have got me on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So I watched this, this clip. And so it's a soccer game and, um, it's a little girl's game. And there is one girl that's clearly skilled and she's kind of moving through the team. And there's a dad that's by the goalie and the goalie is, it's, there's a little girl, so she the goalie is looking off into space, <laughs> and the star soccer girl kicks it, and the dad kind of, I guess, pushes the yeah. the, the 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 goalie 
she f- she pushes and she falls in and stops the kick, <laughs> oh, wow. right? So it deflects and right. so it doesn't go in. <laughs> and so I use that as an example of so much of football is that, huh. right? It's just like, I'm going to, hey, I got this yeah. as a coach. I'm going to call the right play, right? Y- you know, hey, I got it, right? And so like designing this, designing that, right? And kind of players are pawns. Right. And not even really people, but they're just kind of how I'm going to move these pieces. Right. Like that. And so the 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 that would not be ideal. That would not be who we are. So the the and I think there is there are um, there are ripples from that. And there are um, there's a wake from last year with some of that. There's too much of that. And then I think, you know, going into, um, you know, that meeting or the, the flip side of that of that. TikTok video would be we showed Dave Roberts when he was um, with the Red Sox. I forget what year it is. The, the year they won the World Series, and and um, it's the the bottom of the ninth, and uh, you know Mariano Rivera is on the mound, and he, he there's a walk, and Roberts goes in and subs out the guy that's at first, and you know um, the Yankees know. The Red Sox know why they sub mm-hmm. them out. Mm-hmm. The whole, the whole, you know, Fenway Park knows. The you know, Joe Buck and all these people are saying he's there to steal second. So like everybody knows this dude is gonna there to steal second base. And there's however many, you know, throws back to first and Robert steals second, mm-hmm. right? And then gets, I think the next the next guy knocks him in and then Ortiz right um, closes it out and and. Uh, extra innings with a dinger and so like just that that's the goal is no one so like simple would be like when you can perform it under the most stressful and pressurized situations right otherwise what's the point right of learning this or learning that or or of a play if a play is just kind of an entry-level play but it's not something that can be executed when it matters most then what's the point of it and so i think that's where like so so there's always rabbit holes you can go into but to go into a rabbit hole from simple, right, where guys can, like, you know, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it, right? This is the technique we're doing it and where everything's understood. And they can – we talk about playing green, uh, playing yellow, and playing red. Red is what stops you, what breaks you. Yellow is kind of cautious, kind of I don't know, you know, let's see. And green is go. And so where you could get it where you can just play green and – tough situations is the is the goal and i think simple allows you to do that i love that <laughs> i love that i'm kind of speechless yeah. I, mean, I was just so, ca- so caught up in the explanation and thinking about those different dynamics and and just truly knowing you know who you are and how that's going to be evident on the field for all of baylor fans and everyone to see um so you know, we'll go into the details of the spring game a little bit later, but I'm excited for everyone to have that opportunity before the fall to get to see kind of what you guys have been working on, what you've been talking about. Um, but let's kind of go down into the defense and offense um, defense. You guys have a lot. I think it's like 22 who have had snaps and who are returning um, several starters on that side of the ball. Uh, but the offense has a couple of you know, new faces, you have a new uh, offensive coordinator, new O-line coach, et cetera. Um, how have you seen that offense kind of, you know, push push the defense that was already there that kind of carried you guys last year? 
Um, and how are the two kind of melding together this year to make one cohesive uh, Baylor Bear football team? No, good question. Yeah, I think starting from a big man perspective, and I think so way back in December when there was um, – you know, there's, I know there's a fair amount of questions now. There was more in December. I can remember that time. And so just sitting back there, I know like the ide- the identity wanted to be from big people, right? That let's let big people lead this thing, mm-hmm. right? And I think that has not been, and I don't, I don't think it's, it's not for lack of trying. I'll, I'll say that because I, I think like, um, not knowing coach rule, um, um, all that well, but just knowing he's a football guy and toughness and all that, right, to try to get it. And I think um, – but the, on O and D, where the O line, it runs through them. Mm-hmm. And for defense, it runs through the D line. And I think when you can get that, I think that completely changes your team. And I think uh, there is a toughness that's inherent. There's nothing that you have to try to pretend to be or manufacture. Um, you can just execute, you know. But I think there is a there is a there is a belief uh, that has to has to be there, and there is a confidence that comes with uh, you know daily execution, you know, and so I think uh, that's where it starts. And so like the the hiring of this and that all kind of leads to or all stems from from that piece. And so I think like offensively, like running the wide zone, and uh, you know is. Uh, allows O linemen to run off the ball, and so there's not, you know, I think in the Big Twelve there's so many um, different front structures, different uh, twists, stunts. There's probably more uh, more movement in the front seven or in that box area than any other league. And I think, you know, there's, I think it stems to from recruiting, where um, you know we're 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 getting really good players and everyone in our league is getting really good players but they're getting they're you know whereas I think in some other leagues there's there's a dude that comes in as a freshman and he's three something right in our league mm-hmm. he gets to three something by the time he's a junior or a senior and so the diff so that just the the um what is it the the developmental part i think um creates an area for twists, stunts, pressures, and those things until they get to where they got. And if they can ever get to that piece with guys coming and going. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, you know, the the end result is it's just a bunch of crap right in there, right? And yeah. so to have to push the line of scrimmage vertical I'll, makes it where offensively you have to make a lot of calls because is this guy coming? Is that guy coming? Are they twisting? Do I have to zone it? Can I push, you know, because what do you want? If it's inside zone, you want two on one. You want this. But if you're doing two on one and this dude to your to your right is singled and that guy moves, plays over, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, we can look at last year for quite a bit of that. And so I think um, when it's a wide zone, you're running off the ball and just thinking of a huge wave, just kind of taking whatever comes and just crashing down upon it. And I think it's just, it, um, you know, I think it's a huge play in the NFL. You look at, uh, at BYU and they had a ton of success and they were end up seeing everything and, uh, we're just kind of picking it up and just, uh, and moving it through. And so we've seen that, you know, in spring and, uh, probably not as consistent as, as you'd want it, but to feel like you're the, the, the thing is building and there's confidence and, um, guys are learning, um, 
with an improved defensive line as well, with uh, an addition of some guys, I think it's been good showing on offense. And so excited for that. Along with that comes the play action pass. And so once people, you know, are, you know, I, I think like the my thing of the SEC, I think of that as being a D lineman league, just like we talked about. They can recruit this mm -hmm. dude and he just like a Devon, or a, a Javion Clowney or, you know, you can go on and on with just those types of guys. I look at our league as a safety league. Uh, I think of, I think whether it's TCU, I think of Baylor with, with Petrie. Um, I think of um, Oklahoma State. I think of these guys where their safeties are at nine yards and it's just nine-man boxes and everyone's in the run fit. So guys are just, um, there's not, you know, whereas in other leagues, maybe there's a deep middle field safety and there's kind of a, in our league, like everyone, like they're all the chess pieces are in. Yeah, there's no, right there. <laughs> you know, and especially with us, we we kind of invited that that look, and so there's last year. So I think the ability to to run the ball and get and get those those overhangs kind of biting opens up the big playability. So like Taquan Thornton's had a great spring. Um, Jackson Gleason's had a great spring. RJ Sneed's doing RJ type stuff still. And so the play action pass, the max protection, and uh, the one-on-one -on -one shots, which is what we're going to have to beat in this league because they're going to put everybody else in, in, the, in the box. And so all that's been good. You know, I think there's a, uh, there's a belief and there's a confidence. It's got to be grown continually, you know, in spite of failure, in spite of missed, missed uh, goals or whatever it is as you go through it. We got to keep building because it's going to be good. Well, and with that uh, new offense and things of that nature, you also have a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. And right now what we've been hearing is that it's a completely open competition mm -hmm. between between the four, uh, uh, Bohannon and Zeno and uh, Blake Shapin, who decided to focus on football instead of also doing baseball. And then uh, drones, an early enrollee um, from uh, – Shadow Creek, where they mm -hmm. won that state championship. So how how are you you know thinking about them, and how are are you liking what you're seeing from that competition? Yeah, I I, I appreciate right when I think of the quarterbacks, I think of Sean Bell. I think Sean's done a great job. I think he's attacked that the roles quarterback coach. I think uh, you know he's come alive, and that would you know that was that we go back to December. That was kind of the thought is that uh, he'd really attack this, and he has and. There's a there's a great energy with him, so I'm 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 happy for him, and I'm excited to kind of see what comes. I think he's managing and uh, motivating those guys, and uh, you know I think what a great group of quarterbacks, guys that I mean continually they're celebrating with each other, and um, you know I know that Sean's preaching it, and so it's it's every day, and so you know if Gary makes a big throw, right, Zeno's right there, Blake's over there, Kyron, all of them. And so that the C guys, and so that bleeds over to the offense, and then I think you know the team sees that, and we we celebrate that when we see it, and so I think there's within the competition, which is it's real, there is a great um, you know um, compassion for each other when when stuff's not going good, and a great you know um, um, uh, energy for guys when stuff is going good, and so I. You know, I think it's there's everyone feels like they can be themselves and attack that attack that day. You know, but when you look at like um, like Gary, Gary's 
the play action pass piece and his arm really shines. I think when he's out of the pocket, um, you know, he, he can come alive. I think with uh, with Jacob, with Zeno, when he's in the pocket and he's having to make quick decisions and reads, I think he's uh, he's pretty good. And you know, I think he's got a he's got a a, a great uh, ability to anticipate and read coverages. Um, and then you look at Blake, and Blake has some of the qualities that uh, that Gary has, along with Zeno. And so there's times where you know, when we're kind of moving fast and we're in a in a tempo look, Blake really comes alive um, when he's out of the pocket and can kind of get creative. There's sidearm throws at times. Uh, his arm is a lively one. And then I think with Kyron, Kyron is, is just a great, great athlete. I mean, um, he's got um, um, probably one of the, if not the strongest arm. And then, you know, his, his ability to process um, has been has been really good, you know. And, and you're talking about a guy that's getting, you know, with the other the other guys getting reps. You know, Kyron's Kyron's getting getting his, and he's making the most of it because he's showing up. You know, I thought this Saturday was one of his better days, and so excited for that. I think all of that makes you know whoever we get to win that thing is going to have come through the fire, and so you appreciate that. Those are four good candidates, and there's so much spotlight on that position. In your mind, would you like to name a starter the end of spring, start a fall camp? Which, what's your thinking there? Yeah, usually in my experience, it's been um, you know a couple weeks into fall camp uh, to kind of give it a true, you know, the, so that. But you know, um, there's been there's been um, um, these last two weeks really two good scrimmages. Really looking forward to this next one, and let's see. Um, maybe that thought changes. Um, I think it's all dependent on what it is, you know, kind of where it's at. Um, and so you, you, you know, for me, just not making it something that it needs to be, but making something that it should be. Uh, but I feel like, um, you know, once you kind of know, you know, and so I think, uh, those guys, all of them, I think are so intent on, uh, performing well this Saturday, that it takes you out of those big picture things. Yeah. So it's a good thing, right? Because it 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 uh, it brings you back in just the process. And so I'm, I'm um, I, I really feel the way they're handling this and the way they're attacking it is a, is a good model for our team. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big text tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big text trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. 
say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris. You're tuned in to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Uh, head coach Dave Aranda is with us. Baylor football spring game coming up, green and gold game coming up this Saturday, noon at uh, McLean Stadium. What's the? What can you tell us about the format of the game? Uh, have you decided on that yet? Yeah, so it'll be green versus gold, and so we'll get two different teams. And then I think quarterback-wise, we'll work it out since there is a competition Well, they'll – they'll um, work back between the green and the gold. So we won't have guys. So it'll be green and gold for most everybody, but except the quarterback. Okay. So they okay. can get with both groups. Um, and so um, excited for that. I think, you know, we'll have a scoring system on defense where, you know, tackles for losses and sacks and those. And so I think, like, the, the ability to really um, – uh, um, see consistent drives, you know, in the past, these last two scrimmages, we've had like, hey, here's a 10-play block, right? And so if an offense were to go three and out, you're back at it and go again. And, you know, once you've hit that 10-play mark, right, let's play it out till it finishes. So it, there's, in a, in a way, it kind of highlights the offense because uh, the defense could get by that 10-play kind of worn yeah. out, you know. <laughs> I've taken some body shots. And so – um, to see to see where we're just going to actually play it, put the ball down and let's get a drive and let's see where it ends. I think I'm I'm excited for that. And so, you know, these last two weeks we've really um, upped the competition piece. So like today we'll um, we have a fair amount of competition in our in our practice and then uh, aiming to have that as well at the end of the week, and so that they're always feeling like it matters the most now, and let's perform. We've kind of dove in we kind of dove into the offense and specifics of that um I was at the spring the scrimmage on this past Saturday and I you know as soon as I walked in I just heard the roar from the defensive side um they were fired up then there really wasn't even anything going on they were just pumped um how how evident has that development on that side of the ball been you mentioned there are some impactful transfers into that group um but just kind of you know coach roberts even was quoted saying that last year you know he kind of felt like they were at ground zero coming in Mm -hmm. and now he said you know at least we're at the 50 yard line Mm -hmm. we're moving forward we're at the 50 that's kind of where this spring has been um so moving from the 50 yard line forward to continue with his analogy how do, what are your vision on that, and how are you seeing that continue to develop? Yeah, so I think in a similar way to the offense, they, if we pull it all the way back, it would be having an identity, knowing who you are, and so that would be a 3-4 structure. Um, that would be two high safeties, you know, and a balanced look, and then getting to whatever you want to get to from that look, and so playing, you know, quarters, playing three deep as primary coverages. And so, um, you know, really kind of allowing – so Ron's done a great job of, of 
limiting and minimizing install so that we could really focus on execution. So like, you know, number one goal um, uh, was to uh, know where your help is, right? And number two goal was to win your one-on-ones. And number three was to don't flinch, you know, when stuff, when adversity hits, which we know we're going is going to hit, you know, don't flinch and keep pushing, knowing that you're going to come out on top. And so I think, you know, knowing where your help is, it allows you to play fast, right? Trust is inherent in there, right? I've got to, if I'm going to do my 111th, I've got to trust that my partner is going to do his and he's going to be where he needs to be. And then to win your one-on-one, whether it's a pass rush or it's a one-on-one uh, with a receiver, um, you know, is, is executing that and, and being counted on to do that. And I think you know, it all comes back to that Dave Roberts stealing second base. It's that, right? As opposed to, hey, here's this pressure to kind of hopefully get them away from running this play because we can't stop it. Or here's this coverage that hopefully gets them away from this route because we can't execute our base against it. And that would be the, the soccer dad, you know? And so I think the ability to get people where, where we can um, align with or have some energy about us, have an edge, and we're respecting everybody, but we ain't fearing anybody. And then be, most importantly, be able to execute. I think like the edge is tied to that execution, right? There is no edge without execution. And so I think, you know, to to really focus in on that on defense has been the difference. You know, we looked at for uh, for the a lot of the good from last year on defense, and there was I think um, you know there was a fair amount uh, though of just unsettledness, maybe late calls, not knowing personnel, maybe guys taking a long time to communicate because a call goes in. What is this again? <laughs> you, know, yeah. what, you know, and all of that. And so to get it to where, like right now, I mean, cleats are in the grass. You know, um, eyes are straight ahead, and, and it's predator mode, man. And so um, that's fun to watch. It's cool to see. I think the addition of Apuica has been a really strong one. I think Apu's got a great heart. Is a great person. You know, you guys. Once you guys get around him, you guys are gonna love him. Just very. Uh, unique strong personality good dude and a great player and uh you know he's however he's three whatever he probably doesn't want me saying it <laughs> he's listed at he's a big guy <laughs> and so he cannot um you know i i think he's going to be a problem for most folks and so i think linebacker wise like those guys love it because of just their you know, it's it's like driving in the H the 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 fast lane without ha- without having a pass necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Is what they're able to do in the freeway, and so I think like their the ability Apu has, right? Is anytime we get in a five man look and they they the offensive line goes five for five blocking, you know, it's a mismatch, and if they turn. To try to, to so they can't pick them up, blocking them one on one. So they slide the protection one way. Well, now you got Petrie coming off this edge. Now you, you know, now you have a, a Jack linebacker coming off the other edge. And so, you know, I think the, you know, we've created a move which allows us a base counter move, which is always, anytime the counters that are coming to you are in your base arsenal, you know, you're playing on, uh, you're playing on your own terms. So. That's where it's at. 
as Brooke mentioned earlier, 10 starters back on defense, yeah. and you say how they're able to, to react, you know, yes. in eyes straightforward predator mode. Yes. Isn't that what you'd hope, what you'd expect yes. in the second year of yes. this defense? Yes. You know, we talked the other day about just like, um, you know, the 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 uh, ability to, to have a call and just the cycle of a play and kind of how the thought process goes once you get the call, right, and the communication it takes, you know, so – for me, being on the field during the scrimmages and hearing the communication is all you really need to know. Yeah. Like you don't even really need to see the play because <laughs> you could just hear it. Like they're, the, it's so strong, right? When there's motion adjusts or they're they're shifting the front, or the offense lines up in this and Petrie's going here comes this and you know and so <laughs> just all of that. I mean they are on it. Wow. And so it's um, it's impressive to see and you know. And that's a group that doesn't have Terrell Bernard out right, there. Right, right, right. So once we get Terrell, you know, it adds up uh, uh, a fair amount of notches. And so excited for where they're going. And we should let everybody know. Yeah, he's, yeah let's yeah. remind everybody. Right. He's he just has, sitting out mm-hmm. uh, to be 100%. He'll be ready to go in the fall. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Good to have him back. I mm-hmm. know we did that story with him last time and how he kind of took that coaching role on for Abram Smith. Um, you know, which is exactly what Clay Johnson had done for him when they kind of, you know, continued that line of sliding into that starting slot. Um, how, are you seeing that from him right now? You talked about developing a leader. Is he, while he's medically cleared, but still kind of holding back a little bit, are you seeing that from him? Yes. Yeah. So his, um, you know, he has got a great view and perspective um, just naturally. I think he sees it that way. I think. You know, Trell's going to have a long career in the NFL, but I think I feel like he can be—he's going to be a coach at some point, just because the, the, his perspective takes him there. You know, I think there's certain people that will see it kind of uh, small, and there's other people that see it big, and he sees it big. He sees how everything's connected and kind of the—it flows from this, and this is why that, and all that. And so, just um, just in the past, guys that have seen it like that kind of tend to at least try out coaching. And so just him being on the sideline, um, he's he can pick stuff up. And so, you know, in terms of guys playing free or in terms of we've got to see this better or in terms of uh, um, effort, right? And so um, he carries such such respect and weight that uh, it's really better if he says it than if we say it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm appreciative of the fact that he does. And so... Um, I think it, it just builds cohesion and it builds uh, a unity, man. And I think, you know, I, so, um, you know, having him in the leadership group and then a lot, having him to speak his mind on things that he believes, all that's real. And uh, when he brings that to the grass with the guys, I think it only adds to his, uh, his, uh, his importance and uh, his stature. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. I hate my job, but I don't mind getting up in the morning. I'm ready to stay, but I can't wait to get out of bed. 
you ask me why. And what I'll say to you is true. Well, you can get breakfast tacos at Rudy's Barbecue. Scrambled eggs and brisket, they ain't fooling around. Salsa wraps on there, the best in town. Barbecue for breakfast, yes, it's true. Put a smile on your morning at Rudy's Barbecue. Next in line. This is the Sikkim Podcast. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris. Baderhead football coach Dave Aranda, our guest on the Sikkim Podcast. Be sure to uh, subscribe, download wherever you get your podcast on Apple, on Spotify. It's on the Baylor website at BaylorBears.com. And, uh, Coach, uh, one, one thing new, I think, that you're doing now is uh, reaching out, making contact with former players. Letterman of Baylor football. I know uh, Saturday after the scrimmage you were on the phone with Jeff Gandy and uh, Doak Field, you know, two really great linebackers from Baylor's past. Uh, that's got to be – I know it's cool for them to hear from you. It's got to be great for you also to have that uh, touch point to the past yeah i wish i i wish we would have done it sooner mm. and you know um but you know i look back like last year there's so many we we're um working through so much stuff but i i i think from their perspective you know just not having been reached out to um and uh you know last year we we're really good and then what what happened this yeah. year <laughs> like who's this guy and what happened you know and so like i can like if i was a former player i would be thinking that you know and so i just think like the um you know i'm so proud of our of our people here and kind of and what we're doing and or really more importantly how we're doing it is is that i'd really wanted to be able to share that with them and let them know that you know um they're welcome here we want them to be around Right. I know COVID and once we get to a spot where they're comfortable and all of it, but to be mentors to our players um, and then to be just uh, links to the past. I think for for me, just to to um, to um, build relationships with those guys and because there's things that I can say that they've lived and for them to say it, it's just so much it carries so much weight. And I think, um, you know. I, I, on top of all of that, I just love talking to former players mm. because it's just, you know, they, they they miss it so much. And I think that's probably probably the hidden gem and all of it yeah. is that some of our guys don't know kind of uh, how good they got it. And so when you're talking to former players and um, they've got the ability to kind of express what they're feeling, that comes out right away. And so it, it, it's a good reminder. Well, even Saturday, the scrimmage this past Saturday, uh, Robin Big Cat Jones yes. was there. I know you talked to him, and Tracy Miller was there. And mm -hmm. it's great to have those guys uh, back, you know, in the fold, just a part of, you know, they're a part of the foundation of yes. Baylor football. Uh, and I think they're getting together on Friday, right? There's a Friday deal before the uh, yeah. Green and Gold game this week. Yeah, we'll have a gridiron social. And so we'll have our coaches up there with a fair amount of guys. And so uh, Walter uh, Amber Comet has, has done a great job kind of organizing that. And so we'll have some, some food and drink. It'll be nice just to we'll get all the quarterbacks together and get all the linebackers together and get all the linemen together. I think it'd be good, I th you know, for, for them to know uh, kind of who we are and the values that we got and kind of uh, how we're building it. And then for 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 us to get to know – to better know the history and the struggles and, uh, you know, um, our former player's story, I think is strong. 
because I mean that's that's really that's the complete us, yeah. you know, and so it's important to see that. It's really neat to kind of get to talk with you and hear about you know you building that foundation, and we'll give you some slack because last year there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're doing it now, that's a great thing. Learning. Um, you know, all that foundation and, and really getting to meet with all of them. But it kind of comes off of the, uh, you know, we, right after we just talked about here on the podcast, the foundation of the men's basketball team. Right. And that was evident in that parade with how many, you know, former players came back to celebrate in that moment with them. Um, you know, you can you can feel that excitement. And so to have those players come here and to be able to celebrate with you guys ahead of this spring game, celebrate the fact that there is a spring game and that you guys are, you know, moving forward in that right direction. Uh, you have to be pretty proud that that, you know, you're, you're here at Baylor where that family feeling is so evident. Yeah, Walter's done a great job really um, connecting with guys and, and you know, uh, David Wetzel's done a great job there too. And so I appreciate their efforts. And, uh, you know, if we can get it to where we've got guys coming around and they're, they're comfortable and um, coming up to me and, and uh, just being around so our players can see them and just the stories and the hardships and the lessons they've learned, you know, I think the more that we can see football as a platform to show who you are as a person, I think um, – you know, the the better off we'll be. And I think, you know, that's a whole perspective uh, that I think, you know, we're really working hard to, to get everybody on. And I think the former players can really help with that because I, I think it's easier when you're away from it, right? And so when you're in it, sometimes the the view gets narrow. But uh, to have their, their, their bigger perspective will be will be big. All right, let's wrap up with this. You and your family were in Indianapolis. You watched the men's basketball team win the national championship. Mm-hmm. What's well, uh, you know that's a that's a huge accomplishment for not just Baylor basketball, but for Baylor athletics and right. Baylor University. How does the positivity of that translate over to football? No, it's huge. Yeah, huge. And so I, you know, so for me, it's just first of all, just so happy for Coach Drew. Coach Tang, you know, just that we need more people that are good, good dudes winning at that level, winning, winning, right? And so just um, guys that are just are humble and have got good hearts and are servants winning. We need more of them. And so I think that's one. Then two would be like that you could have class and you can have integrity and you could do you know, do stuff the right way, talk the right way, do it the right way, and then still win. You, know, you don't have to make a decision on one or the other. And then I think just all that comes with that, right, the examples of that, whether it's stories or whether it's uh, – I, I want to say – so we were there and we were leaving Tuesday morning, come on back. And uh, is it was it Butler? He was doing – I think he was doing Good Morning America or something. Yeah, so we're, Jared Butler. Yeah, so we're packing – and he talked about, um, you know, the how they're up and how they never look at the scoreboard and how we just keep playing until it's done. And so, like, this would be an example. These would be things that we talk about all the time, but it's so much better coming from him. So I remember I'm 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 trying to find like my son Ronan. I'm trying to find where's his shoes to put it in a, in a thing, and I saw it, you know. Yeah. And right away, I'm, I'm thinking we have to find that because yeah. we're going to use that in the meeting tonight or today, later today. 
And so we did, you know, but I think so there's just the examples of, I don't think the path is very hard, but I think it's, it's, it's difficult to, it's not like you got to add stuff. You got to strip away stuff, right? All the, all the neg, all the habits that don't, that don't, uh, um, that, that don't add, that don't uh, benefit you. Benefit you. You got to take that away. It's not like you got to add stuff to to get there. And so I think the more that we can show, kind of things that we're saying that they're universal things, really, and uh, we can get guys to strip strip away some of these bad habits, we'll be good. Yeah. Coach Tang is is serious about calling a play Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> now you you offered that, yeah. and he's not going to let that go. Yeah, he was. Uh, he you know it's funny you say that. He was at practice yesterday and um he was huddling with uh coach crimes <laughs> right <laughs> so it's on yeah. oh yeah it's oh on. he's serious about that well we appreciate your time thanks very much it's always great to visit with you and uh looking forward to the green and gold game uh coming up on saturday it's free and open to the public at noon on saturday thanks very much i appreciate it thank you guys All right. Great to visit with Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda. Here, here are the details, Brooke. Let's make sure everybody knows on the green and gold spring game coming up this Saturday. Uh, it is free. It is open to the public. You don't need a ticket. Uh, starts at noon central time on Saturday. All guests uh, enter gate C. The gates open at 11 a.m. There's free parking on site uh, at McLean Stadium, lots three and four. This one I'm really excited about. Whataburger food truck <laughs> located outside gate C. That'll be free for fans while supplies last so you know if you get here right at 11 to get a good seat uh you know when the gates open there will also be delicious whataburger nice but if you miss that no worries concessions inside the stadium will be open along the 100 level concourse area as well as bruiser's locker room and the stadium shop inside the stadium but if you're unfortunately unable to make it to the game, we have good news. It will be aired on the Baylor Sports Network, presented by Learfield IMG College, as well as streamed live on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus, with none other than mm-hmm. the voice of the Bears calling the game. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. <laughs> but we do ask, um, still social distancing in effect. Um, we want to keep everybody safe and healthy, so p- please bring your mask And then, as always, when we're at the stadium, there will be a clear bag policy in effect. But, John, you said we're getting the band back together. Mm -hmm. Um, That carries a lot more than just the crew on uh, the ESPN Plus broadcast. But also, the basketball coaches will be there making a special appearance. We got Coach Mulkey as well as the new national championship coaches, Scott Drew and Coach Tang. They will be there to make a special appearance. So, it'll be a great day. Day to celebrate everybody and you can you know also take part in good things for a good cause if you're interested yeah the uh, student athlete advisory committee they are using this occasion to hold an item collection drive uh, and donate it to the Salvation Army so folks as you're coming into gate C beginning at 10 o'clock uh, they're looking for sunscreen hats chapsticks sanitizing wipes anything like that um, you, there'll be a donation uh, box or barrel or something there at Gate C to donate those and good work by the student athlete advisory committee and then the uh, Salvation Army will be the beneficiary of that. Well, and I think that just continues on for not only preparing champions for life, but feeding into, um, you know, what the basketball team preaches with is, which is joy, Jesus, others, and then yourself. And then finally, you know, person over player, um, you know, and just in being that 
person with class, with integrity, um, to where, you know, you don't see a difference between all of our athletes, whether it's on the court, field, track, whatever it is, and then off as well, that they're, you know, really honing into that aspect of, you know, what it means to be a good Baylor student athlete. So excited for all of you to be able to take part in that as you come. Um, Just a reminder, enter gate C. It'll open at 11. They have the Whataburger Mm -hmm. at 11. uh, Free, open to the public, no ticket required. And that is this Saturday at noon. And it is your final opportunity to see the Bears until the fall. Look forward to that. Thanks to Coach Dave Aranda being on with us on this week's Sikkim podcast. For Coach and for Brooke Bednars, I'm John Morris. Join us next week with another edition of the Sikkim podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim podcast. The Sikkim podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.